following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? This is my studio, this Zero Fucks podcast, yeah? Um, the greatest show, Zero Fucks podcast, yeah? Okay. The recording studio, yeah, this is it? Okay. So I'm in the right place then? Oh, okay, thank fuck for that. All right, um, as you were. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor. Buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and all that was real is left behind. Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you. It's only this moment, don't care what can gather. Y'all feel a dream, can't you see? Getting closer, just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over. It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding open. It's a picture in the pulpit, and your blood devotion. There's something Is this the greatest show? Why not? We can say that. No Hugh Jackman, Zach Efron. Well, there is now. How about those guys opening for us? Crazy. Tightest fit in the studio. Hanging out with the two legends. Maybe it's going to be the greatest show. Maybe not. Who knows? This is the Zero Fucks podcast. End of 2020 podcast. So, um, what can you expect? Plenty. Plenty. No time limit. We're just going to go nuts and try and make it the greatest show. It's a 50 year old. 
for an entrance. It's not bad. Greatest show. Yeah, it's a big call. Can you feel that? You better hold on. This one's about to get bumpy. So welcome to the final show of 2020. It's a wrap-up of 2020. Some things, how I see the world, really. I was going to get into technicalities and shit about this one said this and this went on and I just thought I'm going to tell you through my eyes how I see it, how it played out. That's pretty much all I can do. That's fair, isn't it? So it's the greatest show of all. Why not? I mean, we can be the greatest show this year if we wanted to. The next one comes along, maybe next year, better again. I mean, there's no Hugh Jackman or Zac Efron. Although, both dudes are hanging out. Oh, actually, I don't know if Hugh Jackman's living out here. Zac Efron is, that's funny. Fuck that dude can sing. Not only good looking and fit as fuck, can sing. So they're not here, but it's me, K-Mac. The Zero Fucks Podcast. Number 56. Two years, 56, just not enough. So we're going to work out one a week, locked in next year. So, put this on your speaker, your phone, your Sonus, whatever it is. And um, we're just going to have a bit of fun. Celebrating the end of the year, bringing in the new year. And work on a plan that's better than the last. It's simple. It's not too hard. We're going to have a bit of banter, a bit of fun, heap of tracks, because this is what I just want to play. I had plenty of time to pick this out, and I just, this was my, my jam, basically. This is what I wanted to do. So, um, make you happy, make you dance. You know, they say that, that thing about, um, they say, I don't know who the fuck they are, but they say dance like no one's watching. But well, that's exactly what I want you to do. I just want you to have a good time and just hang out and just let it all hang out. Who cares? It's the end of the year. It's starting new, fresh year next year. Sounds like fun, yeah? It does. So I had a ball putting this playlist together. This is my thing. I really dig it. It'll be on Apple Music. I'm searching podcasts. It'll be under... Um, Royal Radio 2020, farewell party. Fuck off already. Pretty appropriate. So um, to get this started, we need a starter. And I've always wanted to start a party with this song. So it's going to um, rev you up and kick you off and hopefully it just shakes out all the bad demons and really just um, pretty much just plays out the way that I want it to.
in a rocket. I'm going to Mars, I got a message from the poodle in your pocket. In your pocket. Well, mission control, call the supernova. The hotline's back and you can come on over. Let us be who we am and let us kick out the jam. Yeah, kick out the jam. We're done, kick them Guilty is charged, you may hear me sing.
to, um, does anyone want to uh, Wing Chun tonight? Still don't know what it means. Don't care. Love that song. It's old. It's old as me. <laughs> but yeah, just a great fucking track. Just love it. Anyway, pumps you up. So, I feel like I'm a little bit loud. Let's see. No, that's okay. Might be just my headphones. All right. Um, so this has never been a sports podcast. So I'm going to break 2020 down just from the sports side because I never really spoke about it. I'm a sports tragic. Um, had my heart broken by the Parramatta Eels and the Tottenham Hotspurs this year. Came close, no cigar. A third and a sixth, third and a fifth maybe. Just not good enough. And 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 Spurs already uh, started off like a fucking screamer and now they're it's like they're just stabbing me in the heart and going, Don't get excited, don't get excited, it's fucking killing me. And then they had a game postponed this morning, so anyway. But now that I mentioned about sports, I guess I'm gonna say I'm a football fan. And a cricket tragic, always been a cricket tragic. Um, a fan of baseball and American football, which of course Americans refer to as football, not American football. Anyway, I'm a, a Sydney FC stalwart. I love my um, Sydney FC. I'm right here from the start of the new competition, and they've delivered this year. And they're going to go. They went back to back. We made it two years in running and winning it. And this year we're going to go for three. Cricket, of course, is an institution in my family. And it's a, a thing that we all talk about. My son and my dad, at different times, different phone calls or different chats will be, what do you think of this, you know, today's play? Anyway, it's quite interesting. It's just how different generations see it. I'm also a Miami Dolphins fan and I'm pleased to say we're going to the playoffs this year. Now, I've been a fan since the 80s. That was my first sort of initiation. Please to say, I'm very happy where we are. Don't know how long we'll last in the playoffs. Oh, anyway. And now I'm a, and I'm a baseball lover. I've always loved it. Played it as a kid. Uh, my son played it. Loved watching him play. Doesn't play it anymore. So I'm looking for a team. If someone can um, give me a recommendation of a team that I should get on board with and bandwagon. Uh, I've followed several teams over the years, but I've never, like I'm not one to jump on Oh, everyone wants to be a Dodger or, you know, oh, you wear the New York hat, you know, you got to be. I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm down with, if someone give me a good reason, I'm there. I'm locked in and I need to jump on now for the future. So email me, kmac at gorillaradio.com.au or send me a message on Twitter or Instagram. I know there's someone in America that's listening that's a baseball fan that says, hey, you need to get on this team because this is the team I love. Hey, I'm all about that. I just need a little bit of prodding and I'm down. Okay, January 2020, Australia was burning basically. And while the coronavirus was evident, it hadn't really affected us to the point. I mean, there were stupid parts where people were buying up toilet paper and stuff like that. But since probably about March is when it got really difficult for us as well as the rest of the world. And it crippled... I mean, impacted on the world, but it crippled people's businesses and other people's lives. Since then, approximately 1.7 million people have been killed by this virus, and it's not abating anytime soon. It's currently in a couple of states in Australia where they had it under control. It's now coming back, and I don't know why. 
B, we live on a fucking island. It doesn't make any sense. But far be it for me to understand. I don't know the logistics of this virus and I find it very hard that they don't give us enough information so it's very hard for me to pass, pass full judgment. I've got my ideas. But anyway. So, you know, I, I don't want to get into the virus, the virus is the virus. I don't, I probably, the, you know, how it affects people. But I don't want to get locked into the virus itself. Again, because I don't know the parts that I should know. So I just say to people, please be sensible. Get tested. Don't overreact. Don't go start buying abundance of groceries that you don't need. And just think of others and think how they can or can't access items and maybe we can help others, you know. Now, this this sounds like a community announcement and it's not. I'm, I'm not like I'm a do-gooder because, in fact, I'm not. Um, and I've had plenty. Of, I've got plenty of shit to throw later on in, in the podcast. There's not an issue, but I just want to start with a with a really positive announcement to just sort of say, let's not be cunts about this, right? And and think about other people other than ourselves and how we can be available for others. And it might be just having an ear for someone and having a listen to what they're saying. But let's start the year being a good person and not a selfish fuck, you know. Let's just just think about others right from the outset. Bang, let's start fresh. Anyway, that being said, time for a break. Some cake. I get the feeling for some cake by the ocean. Maybe, I don't know. Sounds good to me. Why not? You can. I don't care.
Is everyone actually going to be up all night to get lucky? The years is like, the years is not going to be the same, is it? But what it is, is that you're here and you're getting schooled on relaxing.
Just uh, let me reiterate that. Was that... We're up all night to get lucky. Is that... Is that the message they're trying to sell? Quite possibly. Anyway. Why not? You have a young once. Got to enjoy it, hey? Things about 2020. All right, so I'm going to do some little interludes and little bits in between and throw some tracks on. Again, as I said, not all the songs are going to be what people are listening to right now. It's going to be what my jam is and what I chill out to, I guess. So what was big in 2020 other than COVID? It's pretty much everything has stemmed around that. And there's been plenty for, you know, for instance, of industries that have suffered and been affected. And there's plenty. Right? And I just wanted to sort of focus on, can you imagine how many planes have been grounded worldwide because of the pandemic? And obviously there's some flying and, and freight flies still. But the airlines... You know how many planes? Well, don't imagine it because I'm going to tell you. It's about 16,000 jumbos and planes of all descriptions, but of the big airliners, 16,000. Can you imagine that? Can you can you imagine trying to find um, somewhere to put them? Like, it's not like there's a fucking garage or there's a parking area. Just go and put it down there on, you know, in the blue garage. And and then there's the maintenance. So they're not rusting away and that birds will find a home in it. So you've got to make sure that it's fully clean. So th- that's a process. And that, that's good because the, obviously the maintenance guys are going to be kept in file, which is good. But if you can imagine, it, like if you had to take every bus or truck off the road and you had to park it somewhere, except 10 times bigger, with probably 30 or 20 wingspan, you know, wide, it's just crazy, the thought process of, of, of how the, how do you maintain and, and look after. They just park them, do they just park them somewhere on the edge of the tarmac and go, oh, no, there's enough runway there. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's you know, they allow for X amount of planes um, and then they allow for maintenance of X amount, but they don't, fleets, fleets of planes. That's crazy. And then you've got to think of the people that are out of job, pilots, cabin crew, people that book you in, people that schedule all the services, catering, retail workers in the airport. All of these people have had their workplace just turn into a ghost town. Now, I'm aware there's many other industries. I mean, the clubs, pubs, cafes, etc. I do. I totally understand. You know, I, I've, my children have worked in, in, um, in, in pubs and clubs at, at a period of time and it would have meant that they were just out of work. So I, I, do, I do find that it, it's just another part of it that's tough. I mean, you mean what, what does it mean to the economy? I mean, you don't get paid, but you still got to pay for plane leasing. No fly, no income. So that's, that's obviously been a tough thing. On a good note, we're obviously seeing reduced passengers and flights means less people transferring the virus. And particularly in Australia, like we're an island, so it's... We try to keep it away. I don't know how we get it under control and it spikes. I still don't get the science of that. But anyway. Um, but there's one thing, one thing that's a bonus. And that is we don't have to put up with those cunts that come from, from come back from overseas and all of a sudden they develop an accent. Now, the Australian accent is quite unique around the world. I mean... 
it obviously sometimes gets mixed up with New Zealand and that's understandable because there's certain things that we all say are similar. And then you've also got South Africa. Somehow we get mixed in with that. I'm not sure. But you know it's from the Southern Hemisphere, right? Somehow when Australians travel, they come back and they adapt to wherever they've been. So we get these pretentious pricks that come back with an accent. And that's the first thing. We don't have to put up with it anymore. We're not going to hear it. The second thing is we don't then have to give them we don't have to give them time to then explain about their trip for 45 minutes. Um, yes, I know. I've been there. Unless France, Italy or London have built a brand new fucking city in the last 20 years, still the same place. Particularly Italy. It's fucking... It's been standing for thousands of years. So I don't need you to tell me about it. I'm going to pretend I'm going to be nice. I mean, you want to talk about the east coast of the US or Canada? Haven't been there. Really want to go there. Want to hear about it. Then feel free. And don't take pictures in front of the same fucking European iconic points of interest and then put yourself in the photo. Who cares? We don't need proof that you are there. You said you went there. That's good enough for me. I don't need to see... Some fucking picture of you, like, you know, every picture same. No, no, same, 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 same fucking picture, same iconic thing. Oh, that's Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah, seen it 40 times out of 40 friends. Those people aren't around to brag at the moment. I said, brag? It's just a pain in my ass. I mean, good luck to them. I'm glad they got to see it. I got they visited. That's great. Doesn't make you any better to show me the same fucking picture that I've seen forty times. So anyway, that's a bit harsh, I guess. That's just um, that's a good thing I don't have to wear. I don't have to hear it. I don't want to know about it. So fuck off and leave me alone. Have a listen to this.
down for me. Say, do you remember? Ooh, dancing in September.
off that track. Seriously is one of the best finds, I think, Post Malone. He is an ugly fuck to look at, I think. Maybe just that shit on his face. I know that plenty of women love him, but just a stupid tattoos. But, man, that guy's got a great voice. You just look at him and you think, no, that's not him. Yeah, it is. And he's done a bit of acting too. Good luck to him. Post Malone. Um, more about 2020. What else? The TOWIE report. Some people are going to know what I'm talking about. Some aren't. TOWIE, better known as The Only Way is Essex, has been going for 10 years. And what has happened in this show and why am I still hooked on the show? Now, I got onto this on the off chance and I'm not sure how I discovered it. Um, but for me, it was just a huge shift up in the reality TV stakes, I guess. And I found out, uh, I was watching this show 10 years ago and I just loved, this is when I actually found out I love the English accent and in particular the Essex accent, which obviously anyway is Essex, that's where it's filmed. And, and also the North London, that's another story. I love it. A little bit of Cockney in it. Yeah, it's fucking great. Just not that horrible um, Katie Price. That's fucking terrible. But I know all others. Um, and it's just it's just like a warm, you know, it's particularly the Essex, it's a warm accent to me. I mean, you can come anywhere in England and they will start a sentence with all right. Um, but there's something about the Essex, Essex accent that sort of is awesome for me. Now, I'm not going to try and take the piss and take the accent off and, and try and sound like a someone from Essex doing all right, you know, like, but it's very funny for Australians because Australians, our, particularly what I've grown up with my father, and I've mentioned this previously, my father's here young, he makes that one word, it's supposed to be how you're going, right, and that's the equivalent of what the English say or the Poms say, all right, and they might say, all right, girl, all right, boy, you know, <laughs> see, I said I wasn't going to do it, but I did it anyway. And the difference is in England, I think they actually mean it. In Australia, we don't. We don't give a fuck. We say here young because it's just polite. It's We think we're being polite. The truth is if we saw someone that we really cared about, we wouldn't, wouldn't be saying here young. We go, fuck, good to see you, man. How you been? Oh, it's been ages. Not this. Here young. Here young is like, geez, the weather's cold or, oh, the weather's hot or how about this weather? It's the same thing. Here young. It's a strange thing. Anyway, I got sidetracked. Great to see you, mate, is what we would say. So this last season of this show, and, and, and this year's sort of brought me back to it, but anyway, 10 years on and I still love the show, and I'm not entirely sure why, but this last season has been some horrible fuckers being mean to others, you know. And when I say others, I actually mean the ones I like. I mean, I'm being a bit biased. But this is really what I call a sub-reality show. As in the people are real and they're not hired actors. They're people, you know, from the area. But the meetups, many of the meetups are staged. Well, all of the meetups are staged. It's and they're and they're prompted. So it's not like a certain boy and a certain girl happen to be walking in the park and just bump into each other and you know, by random and they talk about the latest thing that, you know, has been between them, like the beef they have or whether they're going to get in a row, whether they're going to sort it out. Like, obviously, it's staged. But I think what this does is it gives us an escapism to just chill out and forget about our own lives 
Uh, and this is about checking in or checking out of a reality by watching what's called reality TV. It's quite ironic, really. And um, so, you know, I, I don't want to get down and bog down in the technicalities of he said, she said and all that sort of shit, but we all know that they're, they're, they're saying and playing a part and I truly believe that there's, there isn't a lot of malice aimed. I mean, it's been rough in some of the things. But I think it's just about egos um, and people wanting to stay interested and, and staying relevant so they, they get called back next season because obviously, you know, they're getting paid. And the show's made some people famous and others infamous. But in 2020, I have been reconnected with TOWIE. And I found I still wondered what happened to these people and what's going on in their lives. And um, it's been really interesting. On top of that, I sort of have a cast crush. Oh, that sounds a bit... Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. Now I've got Siri piping in. Fuck off. Um, yeah, so... And... and the, the, the reason I'm, I, I like this cast member is that she's like the voice of reason. When everything's starting to get out of hand and the show needs a calming voice, that makes sense. And I'm hoping to have a chat with her on the podcast. She's agreed in theory, but we'll see next year. And I'm not talking shit about anyone. I'm not, you know, ragging people out. I'm not about that. But you, you've got to understand on a show like that, there's got to be a calming voice and a calming person. And, and that's what I like about it. So it's, um, yeah, I'm not a stalker. Uh, I asked her politely via social media and we've had a little chat. She's a gem. She's lovely. But hopefully she's going to give me an insight into a little bit more about the show and I don't want to get her in any trouble about it. But just talk about I'm into it, I like it. She has a daughter that's in the cast who pretty much goes head to head with a lot of people but all she does is just be herself. And I, for me, that's what this podcast is about is just the straight shooting shit. It's not... You know, I, I say give zero fucks, and it's true. I think people need to be heard and people have got to have a, a platform to say what they want to say. And this is what I like about this show. So hopefully early next year we get to have a chat and, um, yeah, we'll discuss a few things about it. So I've got a couple of tracks now. One's an old track from the UK, Still Love Today, still gets me blood pumping. And the other one's a little party song from A Little Prick who you wouldn't think that I would like. But I love this track. So, um, yeah, you might be surprised. Surprise me sometimes. I love it. Shut down. 
love that keyboard in that song. It just gets me every time. Fucking love it. This is a shock, huh? Young Money. Nicki Minaj. Justin. Show you off. Tonight I want to show you
thought i love that i actually do i know it's just a good track it's dancing makes you feel happy that sort of shit yeah i love it i don't say i love it it's just a good track yes justin bieber really oh there's a whole podcast just talking about what young kids get involved in today or you know Anyway, he's a multi-fucking millionaire. Good luck to him. So anyway, shit tattoos, by the way. Just saying. Um, 2020, things that make me sad. Now, I don't want to dwell on this too much. Um, and there's a piss take and there's a bit of seriousness. Firstly, the piss take. Things that made me very, very sad. My mother, who is well into retirement age, has a crazy mad fascination with a Korean boy band, BTS. I'm going to say it's BTS. I really haven't researched it. But I'm pretty sure it's BTS. It's a Korean boy band. I think there's, was there fucking nine of them? I mean, it, it just seems like seven, eight, who knows? There's plenty of them. But I mean, seriously, what the fuck is wrong with her? And and she talks about it like, like, like she's a child. Like, oh, these guys are great and... Oh, you know, like how it comes up in the conversation. Oh, you've been busy. What have you been up to? I think I even like, did you go out for lunch for your birthday? No, I just been at home watching YouTube clips on my boys and BTS. Who the fuck says that? Seriously. I mean, I know she's got some serious issues. I mean, but why can't she just be a shit grandparent and 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 do what old people do? You know. I mean, it's bad enough she's got mental issues and argues with anyone that disagrees with her because that's just who she is. But having like a weird fad that takes over your life, don't tell your kids. I don't want to know. I, I'm not better for it. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I don't know what my brother and sister think. But again, 
you know, they don't sort of buy into it too much. They just go, oh, well, that's her. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's the woman that gave birth to us. It's fucking, what's going on? Anyway, for 2020, it's pretty typical, but it makes me sad. A little part of me died inside when she told me that. And it's come up in conversation since. And it's like, oh, no, BTS. But no, 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 I just stop. I cut her off. Nope, not interested. Please don't tell me about it. Have your little fantasy, but fuck off. Talk to your husband. So that's a bad one. Now, the worst one is, and I don't want to focus on this too much because everything's got to come up, but on Christmas Eve, I had a work colleague pass away. No warning. He was found dead in the van. Looked like he'd fallen asleep with his head back. And um, basically... He was uncontactable for about six hours and they, they tracked the van down through the GPS system and he was sitting in a car park, um, had parked the van and I don't know what happened. Still waiting for you know, autopsy and stuff. But I can honestly say, and a lot of people make excuses when people pass and stuff and, oh, he was a nice guy and, you know, he did this. And sometimes people are right pricks and, and they make it up. But this guy, I can honestly say, I miss seeing him and miss seeing his face. Steve had a, a kind heart and, and, and never tried to let the small stuff get him down or bother him. He, he would just put on a big face and big smile on his face and happy to see you and he give you a warm embrace. And it's um, when we lose people like that, we, it's, it's a, it really sucks out of your life. And, um, but it's real life and I understand that. But he was 60 years of age. Like he'd just turned 60 this year. He had his whole, he's still, you know, he's, he's, got, he's left a wife, a son, a stepson, and, and, and now he's got a grandson as well. And this is a man that has always tried to please others. He's always got around others and, 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 it, and it just sucks that he's gone. Now, again, it's a reality check. This is life. This is what happens. I'm not, I'm not making excuses for anyone else, but I'm just saying that, at the end of the day, it's still shit and it sucks when you lose someone. You just got to tell people that you love them when you can and, um, yeah, don't lose it. But I love that Steve had, and I miss his love of music and 80s tracks, like he, he was all over them. And it was just, it was it was good to see that he never lost it. So, um, valet Steve, you'll be missed, mate. I, um, yeah, I know I miss you. It's, um it's a huge loss and I can't imagine how your family's feeling right now. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric wavy when I turn it on. Off from my city, off from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, like the way we rock it. So don't stop. When you dance, dance, dance 
Does anyone want to have a guess what those people were taking when they wrote this track? Just stab in the dark, anyone? May have been under the influence of something? Possibly. Now's the time that you get into your go-go dancing phase and just let it all hang out.
Lobster. When was the last time someone listened to that? Oh, Siri, fuck off. I'm not even touching her. She just got no chance. Okay. Post-Christmas observations, 2020. Now, I'm sure every wannabe model or OnlyFans girl, and there's more to come with OnlyFans in future podcasts, posted a picture in a red bikini or lingerie with a caption that reads, Have a sexy Christmas. Or, all I want for Christmas is you. Does that get people in? Anyway, like, please, be fucking original. Try a little bit harder. Please, ladies, not all men that want to subscribe think that that they're the special one or, you know, want to subscribe to OnlyFans. But I do appreciate a good entrepreneur, so I'll take that away. And having the ability to make money from vulnerable and stupid men that crave to see you naked was a good idea, I guess. But get in line, ladies, because now you're just one of the thousands that have been doing it and then just competing for the same dollar. I'm seeking a chat with a few women next year to have OnlyFans accounts and, and one that's just got off free, but offered to offer her nakedness for free. So I look forward to this too, but there's a whole different conversation. But I'm wondering what the next big thing is that fits a subscription model because subscription model is the way that businesses ensure they get paid. Gym memberships, television, OnlyFans, everyone, even software. Software is huge to have a subscription method. So I'm wondering what the next thing is. But what I have noticed with OnlyFans, which is really interesting, is a slide from lingerie to topless to nude to fucking dildos and then getting into real sex. It's a really funny transition as they eventually post naked pictures. It's, it's all a big game. Like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I don't show this and I don't show that. Like there's many women out there that show their, all their bits, just not their head. and It's like a secret. But what I notice is this time of year, and, and, and obviously they post like a teaser on Twitter to get you in. They can't do it on Instagram. What they do, they have to black parts out. But the price that they've been asking drops significantly. So you get deals around this year, $3, $5 for the month. And they sort of get you in. But the original price is $20 a month. I've seen ex-maths, married at first sight people, putting $20 and $25. Like, but people pay it. This is the thing. They might not get hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers. But, I mean, there's, there's women that are earning ridiculous money. But there's also plenty that you say, seriously, please don't. And then that's male and female. But again, you, it's up to you. It's all about choice. If you don't want to see, don't look. It's easy. So that's always something to look good for, look forward to. Um, observation. The joke of America is over. And this I hopefully resonates with my American listeners and they understand that I'm not digging out America. But Donald Trump will be leaving the White House. Now, I'm not judging Americans in the whole picture, but for the last four, four years, Donald Trump has been the joke of the world. And I'm not sure, unless you live outside of America, that you understand how much the rest of the world is looking back and laughing at this guy. I mean, the world leaders are disgusted by him. And they've been looking for the day that he isn't there. And it's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get back to normal. Um, when he's not tweeting. Have you seen what he tweets? It's just crazy. And he has no impact on the future of the USA, and that's what's really important. I mean, a very powerful country with, what, over are we 360 million? 
I sometimes think that's an exaggeration when I talk about the population of America, but I mean it's a massive land, you know, piece of land, not just land. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's three sixty. That's fucking crazy. The country I come from is twenty six million. You know, it fits into that tiny little piece. But now at the start. And, and this is the part that, that, that people seem to forget. Like, I mean, he's going to go, right? He obviously thought he was going to win. But at the start of the year, 2020, the guy was facing impeachment charges. He's only the third president in the history of the US to be impeached. Bill Clinton, one of them. Shock horror. But, he, but somehow he beat the charges and he was acquitted. And it reads as this. As Article 1, alleged abuse of power, 48 senators voted guilty, 52 voted not guilty. Um, and Mitch Romney of Utah was the only Republican to to vote to convict and remove Trump. On Article 2, alleging obstruction of Congress, 47 senators voted guilty, 53 senators voted not guilty. Obviously, the balance of power in the House is what it comes down to. So he scrapes him by the skin of his nutsack. The next day, Trump declares victory, saying that the trial against him was evil. And the Democrats was vicious as hell. You don't come up on impeachment charges of abuse of power unless there's a high risk that you did do it. Like it, no one just creates this and goes, all right, we're going to impeach him. Let's have a vote on it. Like it, it must have been, if not 100% correct, it's 90% correct. You don't get to that stage. And it's only the power of... Um, of the House, that's, you know, the balance of power that, that's kept him out. So at the end of the year, at the start of the year, that's where that fucker was. At the end of the year, he was blaming all and sundry and vote counters and trying to find excuses why he's not in power. But he went on with his bravado to tell the world he was making, a place, you know, America a better place. Name five things that he did in four years that have made America great again. He didn't did he like really what he did do is he divided the country and when the country needed him he failed to act when they needed him most he needed to stand up when the racism issues and black lives matter when all of that came about what did he really do to impact any of that all he wanted to do was talk about himself that's not a leader that's a narcissist so fuck that guy and thank fuck he's gone and america will be better for it and i hope that sometimes they just don't vote in the most charismatic or the most uh, personality driven that they actually look for someone who is going to make a difference because it's 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 fucking horrible anyway i just wanted to get that out there because it's he's going to be gone so about 2021 it's really weird saying that anyway 2021 i really want people to and and, and this is my two cents worth about what's going to go on for next year. I really want people to grab what it has to offer and actually be in the moment and enjoying life and, and living every moment. I've had conversations with my son recently that just make me so happy about him grabbing, you know, the last 12 months it's really dragged him around in life and now he's taken it by the balls. So sometimes you need to just put your phone down, take it all in, look around and 
smell the smells, look at the scenery, look for things that you don't normally see, people's faces, expression. Obviously, it's a bit hard now because half the country's wearing masks. But a phone can't capture what your eyes can, your ears, your nose, your brain. Your brain will lock it in forever. And sure, we can capture it at a point in time and we can share it with someone. And, and I like seeing artistic photos and, and, you know, people that capture really good parts. But sometimes we just can't get it all. So, yeah, that's what I really want you to do. That's, that's my message for 2021 is embrace and, uh, and grab it. And, and tell, you know, I keep saying tell people you love them, but tell the people that matter in your life and, and just say something nice. You know, like, oh, you don't smell. That's not necessarily nice. You could smell better. No, it's not getting there. But you know what I mean. Try that a little bit and just tell the people that, that matter that they do matter. And um, I think we'll all be better for it. It's, um, that's my theory anyway. I, is, I don't know. Is it true? Maybe. I hope so. Why is Siri fucking with me? Go away.
Sometimes people just need to be told and that's a good thing and it also could be a different type of telling. Yeah. 
There's two ways of um, telling people. Fuck you all. That you're just lovely and that's just the way it is. And why the fuck is this thing trying to take over my life? This iPad's killing me. Anyway, so what else have we got? 2021, finding a new love. Now, this is a bit of a confessional for me, I guess, but I've been single for a while and I've met some amazing women since my last serious relationship, is what I call it. And, of course, 2020 pretty much fucked up that part of my social life. So I'm back on the look for a new relationship. And well, to be honest, I'm not really looking that hard. It'll find me and smack me in the face. But, yeah, I've always loved songs with girls' names on it. So it would be cool to have a track where maybe I'm putting these girls on alert. I don't know. There's actually one track that I can't play because it gives way too much away. But that's for another time. I mean, don't you think it's romantic, a girl's name, and that's what you share, and, oh, remember this song's about you, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, I had a Penny Lane, but it's not really about a Penny, is it? It's about a lame way. That's not about her. So anyway, um, and I think back, nothing, nothing at all. Well, actually, one. And of all my exes, her name gets mentioned in the song, she hates my guts still today, 20 years later. Yeah, don't understand. So I'm not even going to mention her fucker or not. Anyway, this is just a warning. So maybe I'm using this medium as a bit of advertising, which is it's a little bit corny really, isn't it? But um, hey, can you use it for marketing? I'm not sure. What do you think? So um, I'm going to put some advert out there and um, and we'll talk about these ones with girls' names. Maybe I'll find one with, with those names. Who knows? Anything's possible. Siri just keeps fucking with me. I don't know why. He's a man. Such a man. That's true. He's a real real man's man. It's true. I ain't lying. Is this marketing? It's probably not good marketing, is it? Everyone gets the point. All right, what about this one? I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Telling me to Elvis? Tell him I'm an ass man? Ass man! Okay. Why don't we just get on with the tracks? Love this song. I mean, I love it big time. Well, sometimes I go out by myself 
That's Elvis Costello, a.k.a. Declan McManus. But what a lot of people don't know is he actually wrote that with Paul McCartney. I love it. Love, can't get enough of that song. Okay, what are we up to? This is a quick... I'm going to give you a quick shot at this because if the world was coming to an end... and I don't want to upset characters, but this is... So I'm going to keep it short and get to the point. So if there was an omni outbreak in Australia and we had to go... I think, and you couldn't get, you know, to the small islands and whatever. I'm thinking the place that you want to be is Germany. Now, people are going to say, what? Best engineers in the world, of course. That's that's my first thought. But you also got to remember, okay, they had a, they got a bad run. They got a bad rap with killing 8 million people in World War Two. Okay, that's a bad rap. But it's a long time ago now. And... Their scientists were divided up between the US and the USSR. Hence, since then, both of those countries are leaders in space programs and both their um, designers behind those programs were Germans. Funny enough, we're out of Germany, World War II. So they know what they're doing. But they've been stripped of their powers two times within the, the 20th century, after the First World War and after the Second World War. They've... Stripped of everything and, and ownership and somehow, 50 years, they got shit done and now they're a world power again. They didn't get handouts. They got a little bit of help but not handouts. I mean, it, they just, it just makes sense to me. If you're going to go and live somewhere and survive, Germany's the place to be. They get shit done. They don't say, you know, they promise, oh, yeah, we're going to do the roads. In Australia, 
highways and, and freeways take 30 years. No, Germany, two years. Autobahns designed and put together in 33, opened in 35, the start of them. I mean, come on. That's getting shit done. That's 1930, by the way. 1933, as opposed to Australia's still waiting on the East Coast for the super highways that you know skip bypass cities. Like Sydney's had this dream thing for 30 years and we're just sort of getting around to it now. Germany's the place to be. And Angela Merkel kicks ass. Now, if you want to look at the history, I mean, I mean, check out the history of Adidas and Puma. I mean, outside of engineering. These guys, they know what they're doing. So my thoughts. There was a lot more in, in written into it, but I don't want to get break it down and too many people get upset. So if you're looking for someone to live, or even just check out what the Germans are doing. Angela Merkel, she's got her shit together and find out what's going on. It's been a big year for women as well having their say. And uh, here's... Hmm, I'll play this for a reason, I guess, but maybe not for the reason everyone expects. So what you think. Boys in this house, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house. I said certified freak, seven days a week, wet ass pussy, make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a giggle, what is inside? Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This pussy is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. So I'm asking a question for ladies out there, women. It's not over saying it, all women or ladies. Is this what it's all about? The future of women? Okay, so I'm going to break it down in simplest form. Fact is, doesn't even look like a cat. It's called a vagina. Call it for what it is. Now, if you want respect as a woman, and you want to, like, who, who's this attracting? You want to hear something that does attract men? Now we're talking about something serious. And of course, I'm a sucker.
I would help her heart. I do love Tina. But I will say, as everyone who listens to this podcast would know, that I've always had a crush on her since I was young. But she's been happily in a relationship for 20 years now. 20 years this year, 2020, yeah. So kudos to her and her um, Frenchman. Good-looking rooster too. Yeah, good-looking rooster. But, um, yeah, that's I don't want to hear a woman singing about a wet-ass pussy. It's not a cat. Don't call it one. Upsets me. I even hear sex educators use that terminology. It's vagina. The word is vagina. It's not rude. It's not dirty. It's not uncouth. Use the word. It's a vagina. All the other words that come like moot or jut or there's a whole range of different colloquialisms, but the fact is it's called a vagina. The P word is makes me sick. It's fucking odd. Get with it. Okay. Now I did have a whole lot of other stuff, but I'm looking at the clock and I just I want this to be a companion, not a ever-ending saga to New Year's. So I've got other stuff about resolutions for celebrities, what they're going to put in place. Well, my spin on it anyway. But they can wait till early next year. It's only a week away. I sincerely wish everyone a wonderful and safe New Year. And I thank you for listening to the podcast. I love doing this and I'm so thankful for anyone that listens. It means a lot to me and it gives me the drive to keep doing it. Um, Nothing has ever created overnight. Everything takes time and and I fully appreciate that. So I thank people that listen and all over the world. Early in the new year I'm going to give a list of places that, I mean you name a country and, and I'm reaching there and it just blows my mind. They might not listen to the whole thing. They might like listen to my whole 56 episodes but... They give it a crack and that's all I ask. And um, and I thank people that follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well as Patreon. Patreon is not something I've really pushed and maybe it will happen more in the new year because everything costs. You know. But I really thank my Patreon sponsors uh, of the show and it just helps that little bit. That's all I need. It's not changing my life. It's not. I'm not doing this full time. I'm still employed. But I hope more people come on board. So if you, if you like the show, if you like it, share it with a friend. If people listen to the podcast, share it with them. The podcast medium's growing rapidly, and it still and it still gives people a voice. It's not for everyone. You pick and choose in life what you want. So, if you like it, share. Share it with a friend. Share. Follow me on social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, GorillaRadio.com.au. Check out the website. It's got all the links in it, which is going to be up or well, revamped. In the next day or two. Anything you want to email me, email me at kmac at gorillaradio.com.au. All the links are on the pages. It's easy. So I'm going to round it out with a, um, a classic New Year's Eve slash day track that's um, apparent. You'll know why. This is by Rod Stewart. I never knew Rod Stewart. Did. I think you can actually start to hear it in his voice. Now, Rod Stewart's not my era. It's my mum's era. But I think this is appropriate. I thank you all from the bottom of my heart for listening. It's been two years. We haven't done enough. I'm looking to do more in 2021. Got some great interviews lined up, providing it all comes off. And as I say, be kind and treat others like you like to be treated. I thank you again. And um, please, stay safe in 2021. We know it's going to be better. 
It's got to be better. It's just the way it has to be. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot in the days of old Lang Syne? everyone a safe and happy new year for 2021 and um, I played that because it's required I'm playing this next because I fucking love this track
something to be said about that. That's the next track. Just rocks out. I fucking love this song. Doesn't get enough recognition. news just to keep everyone informed the very wonderful dawn wells means not a lot to a lot of people but she played mary ann on gilligan's island anyone that knows way back when gilligan's island was a thing and crazy enough it was a popular show she's um passed away due to covid 
complications. 82. That's a good dig in anyone's book. So, um, yeah, she'll be missed, but I think that she's lived a, um, a good life. Thanks again, everyone. This has been the Zero Fucks Podcast, presented, created and produced by me, K-Mac. You can find me on all social media platforms as Gorilla Radio or at gorillaradio.com.au. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind. Are you ready? Let me tell you something about house music. It's not just a groove. House is a feeling. And when you feel it, you will understand. Goodbye.